Hello and welcome to J-Waves. This is my official review for Velvet Buzzsaw, available on Netflix right now. It is a rated R horror mystery thriller. It runs for an hour and 53 minutes, and I would say it was actually worth the watch. Um, it was directed and written by Dan Gilroy, who also wrote Nightcrawler, that Jake Gyllenhaal uh, starred in. Jake Gyllenhaal does take the starring role in this one, as well as Rene Russo. Tony Collette, John Malkovich, um, Zowie Ashton, just to name a few. Uh, very strong cast, very interesting grouping of characters as well. Uh, the movie is really well written. Um, I just have one major problem that we'll get into in that in a little bit. But all in all, Velvet Buzzsaw was quite, uh, was a lot better than I, I was expecting. Especially, um reading the like synopsis i was curious to see how this would go i mean it kind of plays like a twilight zone episode but um yeah it ends up being just a little bit more kind of like a look at ourselves and what we've become as far as artists um like a little personal story i used to be in this kind of a world where you know you have art and uh, you have critics and you have People that either love it or hate it, and depending on who loved it or hate it, is depending on how successful you are, and also, I think that's very interesting. You know, it kind of works the same way in the cosplay world, depending on who uh, shares your stuff and who likes your art, um, is depending on how popular you are. So I think that's kind of an interesting look and what he did in the movie. I thought that was pretty cool. The other thing I thought that was interesting was... Um, the way he explained the artist putting so much into his artwork and nobody really knowing like what was put into the artwork. Um, that is, again, a perfectly uh, mirror image of what cosplay is. You know, we a lot of us make our own costumes and, you know, you, the viewer, just see the end result. You don't see the struggle and everything else that comes with that before we reveal it to the world as far as at a convention or at a uh, cosplay contest or anything like that. So I think that aspect of it was also very cool. I thought that was a very interesting touch that he did. Uh, very smart. And that's what the movie felt like. It was a very uh, smart, smartly written movie. Um, I, I love Toni Collette, and she does a very good job. I almost didn't recognize her um, and how much of a character she was playing. It wasn't until she... Like, the, the camera zoomed in on her really good. I was like, oh, my God, that's Tony Collette. I was looking to see where she comes out. So, good part on that. Uh, also, Jake Gyllenhaal, very good part. As far as, um, <coughs> excuse me, him playing a character that I've never seen him uh, play before, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal can always, like, immerse himself into a character. And, uh, yeah, he did a really, really, really good job as a uh, morph. And the character he plays is a art critic. And pretty much whatever he says goes. Like, if he says it's great art, then it's accepted in the art community. If he it says it's a piece of crap, then they are ruined forever. And some people hold a grudge and some people don't. So the movie kind of takes a, uh, a stab at that. It kind of takes a look at people's greed uh, overcoming the beauty of what art should be, I guess. And that, that's my own understanding. Because these people are very greedy. Even how, um, I would say the second 
dairy main character Josephina, she how she comes into the paintings is kind of like well, hmm, you know, <clears throat> it makes you feel like well, you're gonna get what you deserve for for uh, attaining the paintings like that, and there's a little bit of I don't know unusualness. But let me get to the part that I I wish we had gone into more. And that's what made me give it the score that I gave it. Everybody's going to say it's a low score, but I wish we had gone more into uh, who the artist was. We got a little bit of a backstory, and uh, the backstory that we got was really, really cool. But I don't think we got enough backstory to make the movie scary. Uh, it says horror, and I'm assuming the horror would be that people are being murdered. You know, um, That's cool, but they had a really good opportunity here to make it horrifying and make you even want to question art that you buy now you know they, they could have done something just a little bit more to make the paintings and the artists uh scarier or at least horrifying if you're going to put the word horror it's a mystery thriller horror let's put some horror element in there and really explain on who the painter was and also like what was involved in his process. So they kind of touch on it a little bit, but I don't think the point was driven across because I was like, well, it really wasn't scary. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm finding a cold. I was hoping for it to be, you know, scary. And that never came across. It was it was borderline thriller. Uh so that was that's my take on it as far as it not being scary at all. I didn't think it was scary. But they could have done it, and that's that's the part where I'm saying that they could have, if they had just gone a little bit more into the who the artist is, like not relying on maybe even making a sequel to, to delve in deeper into the artist, but just to say who he was and what was going on. You know, it was it was interesting. It kind of reminded me of this H.P. Lovecraft story that I read back in the day. It had that same feeling. I mean, it has nothing to do. There's no similarities, but there's a story called Cool Air. And it has a to me this movie had that feeling of uh of, of that story. So I think they could have really like honed in on that and actually made it just a little bit more terrifying for the viewer. And then also, like I said, question art that you have in your house. Maybe you want to take it down after this movie, but I didn't get that feeling. So all in all, I gave this movie a six out of ten. Uh I would say definitely watch it. It's very interesting. Uh, I like how the story did weave together. It was great special effects, beautiful cinematography. Acting was top-notch. The script was top-notch. Um, it made you feel like you were really watching this unfold in front of you, and it was real life, so that, that was really well done. So I enjoyed it. I really did enjoy it. I just wish that uh, it was scarier than, than, than it was. It wasn't scary at all. So if you're worried about it being terrifying or you're not being able to sleep, let me just take those worries away. There's nothing that is going to make you uh, have nightmares or give you some kind of a dark <laughs> dreams or make you sleep with the light on. Definitely not. Um, so, yeah, I would say definitely watch it. Six out of ten. Um, if you like Jake Gyllenhaal, definitely see it. I mean, he, he does a, like a stellar performance. So good. And Tony Collette, again, also, and Rene Russo, also, just fantastic job. So, that's my review for Velvet Buzzsaw. If you saw it, uh, talk about it with me in the comments or wherever I post this podcast. I'd definitely like to hear what you guys think. I'd like to know if anybody thought it was scary. 
If you thought it was scary, please be specific on the, I guess, scene or whatever's happening so I'll know. And uh, I always put, like, you know, spoilers maybe in the comments. That's fine. Spoil it because um, I want to know. I want to know if you guys think it's scary. As always, thank you so much for listening to J-Waves. It'll be posted on the Texas Dark Arts Fest, uh, Society Facebook, also Corpus Christi Joker Facebook, and on the Real Nerf Joker on Instagram. So, much love. Enjoy Velvet Buzzsaw if you see it. And until next time, thanks for riding with J-Waves. <laughs>